I'm still not used to that. I know. And once again, we are back with another podcast episode. And this time we have the amazing, the walking fireball voice. Aloha. This man is the equivalent of crackhead and suave at, at, <laughs> at the same time. You know, people always, um, they describe like someone who knows a Hawaiian guy, they're always described the guy as, man, that guy knows how to have a lot of fun. You know, and I could just say that's that's just downright perfect to me. You know, it's like I can get dressed up and, you know, do everything correctly, but I can also have a good time doing it, so... The story that we're going to be covering is, whew, how do I describe this? Um, silence of the lambs, but in Japan. Mm-hmm. That's a good way to put it. We're going to be talking about the Kobe, Kobe, I don't know. The, <laughs> the cannibal from Japan who, oh my lord, if if Hannibal Lecter was real and Asian, mm-hmm. this would be him. He even has the look of it, like that like he's not like full bald, but I mean, it's like he has everything happened when the facial expressions in almost every picture I see of him are just just match that he's that guy, you know? Yeah, and just, just, I watched an an interview that he did, and it's like, bro, how are you not, Mm -hmm. well, spoiler, he's free, Mm -hmm. first of all, but second of all, why is he free? (laughs) The way I, I like try to level it out is that in America, Marilyn Manson, boom, like locked away crazy. You watch his interviews. It, it kind of gives you the same kind of chills from it. But we never, like, they never let him out. Or, you know, what I mean, that, that, like, there was clear this guy's nuts, can't do this, can't let him out, can't do all of that. But, you know, for the other guy, it was, it was almost like he flew under the radar. He really did, yeah. you know? Yeah, with, Marilyn Manson, they locked him away like he could just reach down and bring the devil up. Mm-hmm. Not only did they lock him away, they were like, who do you know? And like any name he said, you're locked away too. You know what I mean? Like they, they took everything. He, he could have given some random dude's name who worked at Taco Bell. It just up. Mm-hmm. You said his name. Bye bye. But yeah, like this guy, this guy, this guy from Japan flew under the radar, and I think it's actually now that I think it, I said that I think it might actually be a little bit easier because if you think of that social environment, I don't want to be like prejudiced to it, but a lot of times that I see it, it's usually like people walking with their heads down, minding their own business, kind of thing. You know what I mean? So it's. I think it might be like much 
maybe easier to kind of fly under the radar in that that mindset you know if you're in that kind of scenario where you know no one's really looking to pay attention to you then you might be able to just you know throw up an umbrella and be like just keep to yourself oh yeah now that i think about it this is the second story i covered where the perpetrator is japanese <laughs> oh boy so they're crazy they will they will go they will go as far as they need to go yes and, and that being said there are some amazing japanese people that i know oh absolutely absolutely so let's get to this psychopath so a uh, small part of his early life. Sagawa was born in Kobe, Hyogo Prefecture. Uh, I know there's some Japanese people who are shaking their heads at me. Oh, yeah. And to to kind of get to what um, me and Royce were saying off camera, he was born in money, which kind of adds to a conspiracy where it's like okay he was set free but there was like us there had to be a small uh, under the table mm -hmm. lump like lump sum very believable uh he attended the the university of paris which which um would not go well <laughs> Uh, and mind you, this this whole thing when I researched it, I was going to watch Silence of the Lambs after doing some research. But after doing this, I thought I basically just watched it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I basically mm -hmm. I basically just watched it. Uh, Sagawa served time in a French jail for the murder of the Dutch student Rene Hartveld, a classmate at the Sorbonne Academy. I'm butchering all of these, my God. And so it, had, it had to be with the French people, of course, because they have the hardest names. Yeah. Japanese, French, Dutch. Oh boy. Oh yeah. Uh, in Paris, France, on June eleventh, nineteen eighty-one, Sagawa, a thirty-two-year-old student of French literature, invited Hartfeld to dinner at his ten Rue. Erlinger apartment uh, under the pretense of a literary conversation that's code for he was trying to get some I'll bet, mm -hmm. you, I'll bet you any money mm -hmm. upon her uh, uh, upon her arrival he shot her in the neck with a rifle while she sat with her back to him at a desk 
I'm just going to say this. It's not, mm -hmm. saying, it's not saying I don't trust people, but I don't trust people. <laughs> oh, you, it's kind of if, if to trust and, and I'll, I'll throw a little history from my side to come in there to trust without any like just blindly will always lead you to failure no matter what you know uh, for instance the hawaiian islands we you come you know, ancient times you come to the land we welcomed you with open arms but it wasn't until captain cook comes by where the first time he comes by snags some people from us you know takes off and we're like whoa we we gave you food we gave you lays we we showed you hospitality the second time you came by you didn't leave you know, so it was like, thankfully, thankfully, they, they were able to see the that, you know, or be, be able to be strong enough people to say, okay, we'll always show you aloha, but don't treat our aloha, but, uh, you know, disrespect, you know, because we will take care of business. And in like those kind of situations, it's, it's, it's difficult, you know? Oh, yeah. And before I get to this next part, um, slight trigger warning because of maybe just a little bit because of what what, what this sicko did mm -hmm. um so after he capped her in the neck he then began to carry out carry out his plan of e eating her uh, thank God I ate before this because for real. Uh, and it was believed she was selected because of her health and beauty. These char characteristics, Sagawa believed he lacked. Uh, he definitely lacked beauty. Sagawa describes himself as a weak ugly and small man, just under five feet. I take offense to the five feet part. <laughs> I, I take offense to that. And claims that he wanted to absorb her energy. This dude needs to be put under the jail, not in jail, under it. This is how you can kind of tell he he really like he the logic in his brain at that moment isn't correct because it's like like naturally it would be one plus one equals two to him it's like bang bang boom this will answer you know like this is the answer like it just didn't match up what what he thought needed to be done and his reasoning was because he was short ugly and small or and weak yeah you know excuses but continue Um, he then said he fainted after the shock of shooting her, but awoke with the realization that he had to carry out his, his desire to eat her. Maybe he just fainted because of the shock of, of like the impact of the rifle. Could have, could have. Well, and especially, I mean, you got to imagine right as he pulled that trigger or, I mean, even leading up to it, his adrenaline was blowing, you know, oh, it yeah. just threw everything. So 
logic, common sense, motor skills, everything was, you know, about to get get busted. So I can understand that it, it might have just been been a complete overload. It's like, oh my God, I did this, this, and this, and boom, you know, things like Yeah. And he did so with carrying out his fucked up plan. Uh, beginning with her hips and legs. And I can set aside all the cannibal parts because Mm. uh, I'm not saying I'm desensitized, but I can put my mind was like, okay, even though this happened, I can try and tell myself that it's just a story or something. Yeah. This next part though, (laughs) after having sex with the corpse, Mm -hmm. First of all, why? Second of all, ill. In in interviews, he noted his surprise at the corn-colored nature of human fat. Thanks for making me not like corn anymore. For real. Bastard. Just when I wanted some elote too. I was about to say, I, I don't want to, to to reiterate, but yeah, it does look like that. Same color, same, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for two days, Sagawa ate various parts of her body. He described the meat as soft and odorless, but I, I, I bet that dead body started to smell. I was about to say, I doubt odorless. I think his nose was as dead mm-hmm. as his soul. Yep, for real. He said it was like tuna. The only fish I, 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 I like to eat. God damn it. He, he then attempted to dump the mutilated body in a remote lake, but was seen in the act and later arrested by the French police. I just have to say the two most common places to dump a body a lake and a dumpster i used to work at a lake i had a dead man pop up next to me in a lake that is 100 percent truth like at least make it somewhat different Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because it's, it's almost like like if someone sees you doing that there's now there's only one op there okay clearly that's what's happening you know what i mean it's like you can't get around it's like if it looks like it at a lake or at a like a wash or a ditch or something like that that's probably what's going on oh yeah blow up your car with the body in it why am i giving psychopaths ideas Mm -hmm. before we go farther into this at this point what do you think his um his reasonings are behind it i don't believe the three he gave them because that kind of sounds yeah like, no that's just that is 100 percent cop outs mm-hmm. totally yeah, like I, like I said excuses you know what i mean there's got there's i believe this has got to be a specific something or maybe how he was raised or something that, that affected it i'm just going to say since his parents were money and power I'm going to say he was born, well, obviously some 
major mental health issues that mm-hmm. did not get addressed. But also, I think he could have had everything he wanted as a kid. Mm-hmm. But there was just that that psychopath. I was just getting built and built and built and built and built mm-hmm. until here it just just snapped. That makes total sense. And I mean, I, I really agree with that because from what I've seen from people, and it's it's usually the children that fall into the money that it affects the most. Like say for like stars and whatever, it's like it's almost like or like kid stars. It's almost like you didn't really have to work. You didn't really have to do anything, but you you literally got whatever you wanted. So, and like, it would be different saying, asking the parents who maybe, maybe say the mom and dad made something for themselves, made a big, big company, had a family. And now, now the, you know, the son is trying to, or is, is growing up or whatever without the struggle that's there. And I say that from like, obviously the poverty you know side of things yeah. where it's like you, if you don't have money you know you're making pizza with toast and and you know bologna or however cheese or you know what i mean like you're, you're really you're really making it work and you really are surviving but to the mindset of a person like that's raised that's just given everything and say like you have money like money's not an issue the i would i'll say the common sense for the poverty people it almost flips because they there's no you can empathize if you're you know from above looking down but it's much more difficult to actually like it's it's much more difficult to actually put yourself in the shoes that's why i remember that brings up the show or the movie trading places from a long time ago with eddie murphy that was literally you know flip flip flop and without doing that kind of stuff or, or without being in those shoes that's how hard it is to actually understand the feelings that you get from that. You know what I mean? So it's really difficult to deal with that because I don't think that's a, a thing that, that at least people who fall into money have an outlet to go to like that. Like, I don't think there's psychiatrists or, or therapists that are like specific to, okay, you, you got a lot of money. Let's, let's, let's teach you not, not just how to deal with it, how to deal with the things that come with it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think, and even even from the parents' side, you know what I mean? The way that they learned to do it or the way it worked for them might not be the right way for him or they might not know the answer for that generation. There's just a lot of variables that that make it more difficult for the, the person falling into the money and, and at no no fault of their own. It was just, just like we say, we are, um, you know, we are what we grew up around. If you grow up around that situation and, and there was something that you lacked in, in whatever part of it, whether it was love from your parents or, uh, you know, a specific feeling from someone or something, the longer that goes on, especially as a child, it will absolutely reflect into the later the years of your life, you know, and that makes it a little bit, a little bit deeper of a dive when you look at what they do in their, their life path. Like now, when say he was 32 to when he was six, you know, you go, oh my gosh, well, I didn't hug him enough or as a mom, I didn't show him enough, you know, f- f- feminine nursing love, like, yeah. like I'm supposed to, or, or something, you know, it's just, I know for sure that the excuses of weak, ugly, and a small man, I, I fit all three of those, you know what I mean? Like, I, it doesn't, doesn't do that. It doesn't do that to you, you know what I mean? It doesn't go, okay, here we go, yum, yum. You know, it's like, there had to be 
had to be some real issue that that kind of broke his brain, you know, or didn't allow it to develop in the in the correct way or the the best way possible. Oh yeah, and going back to um, Marilyn Manson because that's the closest psychopath I can think of. If he gave the feds those three same excuses, mm-hmm. they they might have just turned off the camera and just bop. Yep. Yep. You're messing around with us now, man. Boom, boom. Oh, thank, thank God he, he, he's gone. <laughs> um, so after being caught by the French police, his wealthy father provided a top lawyer for his defense. I want to know what the lawyer said <laughs> i know for real for real Ooh. like what what can your argument be you know other than clear clear this guy's crazy he he would have had to been like a jedi and just force mind trick that's mm-hmm. the only way i i can see and that's why um like earlier we were talking about it i think that the only way that that, that he had a chance of, of anything was from his father. And that's why I was saying, I think his father had some kind of political political up against someone in the French government or whatever it may be, because it felt or feels like it's a political um, transaction. A power because, move. yeah, a definite power move. It's like, it's, it's like saying, okay, Jeffrey Epstein, go to jail. And then a day later he, go, he goes out. It's like, okay, yeah, do what you want, but I do what I want to, you know, it's like, there had to be uh, some kind of unstable ground where where the father had you know higher ground against you know someone someone in the French government or something to use against them because I don't think I don't even think if he gave him twenty million gave the French government twenty million dollars okay come with us you know I, I watched a video where it said if they used the excuse of if they were to keep him in France the French taxpayers don't want to pay for his medical bills. I, <laughs> I don't think the French taxpayers want to pay for any prisoners' medical bills. So I think that that reasoning is just invalid. You know, it, it clearly has to be something that's, oh, oh, you offer us this? You want your son? And, oh, you just want to take him? Okay, go, go ahead. You know what I mean? Like, it, it feels like that was how, how easy the, the deal was made. Does it say how long the um, the, the trial was or, or, or anything? It doesn't say how long the trial was but he was held in the prison for two years oh two years without a trial oh okay so they didn't even okay i mean at that point do you need a trial you know like you have you pretty much have the evidence and i'm sure at some point he was like yeah i ate her and and plus, depending on how, like, I'm sure they could smell, they could smell her on his breath and not, in oh, I'm good, sure. not, not in the good way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not, There's not clear, well, one of, one of my best friends, she's, uh, she went to school for, actually, no, a couple people that went to school for forensics, uh, like CSI shit. Yeah. Um, and she's like, 
the things you see so quickly in the smells like so soon after are stronger than you you think about in the movies like when they're like they walk into the room and it's like oh my god it smells like death yeah no you smell that block away like it goes fast and you know and it's like that's why you like when she said that i was like dang that's why people like use chlorine and, and all these chemicals or whatever because they know that that this you know something's gonna happen so i need to cover up all this stuff or that's why he was like i need to put it in a lake you know what i mean i can't cover up the smell the smell of the lake has to do it clearly he has not seen enough ncis and stuff for real, for real. Maybe dude, that's a problem. Think about it. What if those people back in the day that did all this crazy stuff had all these shows, all these true crimes that are out now, like the amount of ideas that they would be like, I'm going to copycat that. Yeah. Like if, if he hadn't seen Saw. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that one's scary. I'm surprised no one else out of the entire world has tried to copy that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For real. And that's like, oh, that's a mind, that's a mind torture. It's not only torture, it's like, you torture, you get tortured, you torture yourself, you have to torture other people, and then you're like mentally tortured throughout the whole process. Other than you're also being verbally abused, you know, or are you physically abused? It's like, you, you're just like, everything about you is breaking, and you have to like, you have to almost pick what you want to, to take to the end game. Is it yeah. you, or is it someone else, or is is he gonna let any of us live in at all? You know what I mean? It's like it's such a mind mind meld on that. And that's why I hate dolls. Mm-hmm. Just because of those three words, those three or four words. Do you ever have a doll in like your uh, in like someone you knew's house that that like every time you saw it, it was just like oh that's that's the one if if. Chucky was real, that's the one he's going to use. My, I knew this person in Ohio. She had a, like, her sister's doll and mm -hmm. brought it out and stuff. And you know how some dolls' eyes move? Like, they have yeah. that kind of that move? Yeah, yeah. Um, its, eye, it's eye moved, and it wasn't supposed to. So I, I told her and her um, friends and stuff, I said, call a Buddhist monk, a priest, a rabbi, bless your house, burn it, leave. <laughs> My grandma had one. I remember it was in the guest room. And I remember I was little too when I, whenever I saw it, but I remember I'd go in there and it was like, I want to say it was, it was just a basic puppet or a basic like doll you know what i mean it was a triangle um that was like sewn together with like stuffing in it and then like two two straight legs and a little bit of like frizz for the hair or whatever but the way that the smile was it was like shark teeth so and and like that's how it was the whole time so every time i walked in there i always was afraid of that freaking little doll and i was like i'm gonna get out of this room now and like I would walk around the room and just like keep my eye on that doll that was just staring at me. I hated that thing. Um, voice knows that about my multiple haunted <laughs> apartments. I had I witnessed some. I had a a stuffed tiger when I was like a toddler and through um, elementary school. That was like 
half of my size now. Mm-hmm. So I was sleeping in bed, half asleep. I felt that thing put its arm around me. Mm-hmm. And so I woke up and so they had a bunk bed just went down. Yep. I was like, I, I, no. Nope. Nope. I, I don't even care if, if it was Casper himself. <laughs> Things touching me that aren't supposed to touch me, that aren't supposed to move. That's a big red flag. That's what gets me when they're not supposed to be moving at all. And it's like, like they move from like, from sitting up to leaning forward, looking at you. It's like, what the fuck, man? So after they, um, after he was held, the French judge, oh, these names are going to kill me. I was about to say, good luck with that one. Judge Jean Louise Brugueneres why does her, her name sound Dutch and Spanish? I was about to say, maybe from maybe from Hungary too, though? I'm not sure. You, madam, I feel bad for your... You know how they, they, uh, they call, like, like uh, the political girl AOC? I would name her this, this one right here, JL, JLB. I'm, I'm not saying your full name. There's no way. Gina Louise and stop at that. Mm-hmm. She found him obviously legally sane. Insane, legally insane. Yeah, insane. I mean, that's clear. As a judge, you should be able to see that, you know? Like I said, these words are just messing up my vocabulary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, they found him legally insane and unfit to stand trial and ordered Sagawa to be held indefinitely in a mental institution. That, See, that... I'm... Well, for, for... If that was going to be his final verdict, do you think that that would be okay? If Now let's go into the pretense if he was good for the rest of his life. And he went to, um, or just didn't do bad for the rest of his life. If he went to a metal, uh, mental institution for the rest of, do you think that would be an acceptable outcome for him at that point? If he didn't go on a a relapse and just go on mm-hmm. a, a Hannibal spree again, yes. But knowing how that's a one in how many chances? Definitely, definitely. It's like if you put, again, um, Marilyn Manson in a mental institution and he acted mm-hmm. okay, just to get out and then, surprise, surprise, you have these 15 more cases. It's like... That would be okay, but why take that risk? Mm-hmm. It's like almost on the line. It's like, okay, we can try this, but I don't know. Because, I mean, because like you were saying, it was like, if you, especially for people in that situation, if you've done it once, even after I said a year, two, three, four, five years, 
it's so much easier for you to do it again. You know what I mean? Because it's what you know, you know. It would be like Batman and the Joker. Mm -hmm. Put him away, gets out. Put him away, gets out. Yep. I'm not saying they should have gave him the death penalty, but (laughs) for someone with what he's done, there has to be a threshold. Mm-hmm. There has to be a threshold. It's like, okay. I, I, it's like, if you shoot someone, okay. If you shoot someone, have sex with their corpse and eat mm-hmm. them, you're getting a, a firing squad. Yeah. And following a visit... By the by, an author who goes by Inohiko Yomota. Sagawa's account of the murder was published in Japan by the title In the Fog, which I have to read. Dude, I'm worried to read that. The subsequent pu- publicity and macabre was celebrity of Sagawa likely contributed to the French authorities' decision to have him extradited to Japan, which um, was probably a bad decision. <laughs> Upon the arrival in Japan, he was immediately taken to Matsuzawa Hospital where examining psychologists all found him to be sane but evil. Not sure about the sane, but I definitely agree about the evil part. Interesting. I'm going to say interesting at this point. they, they, he was immediately taken to uh, Matsuzawa Hospital. That's Yu's last name. Oh shit, you're right. Yo, if we know, <laughs> so, like an heir for like a, from this story right now, I'm gonna hit up you and be like, you tell me what's going on. What did your great great granddaddy do? I. It's like I, but I heard that this is in Japan. I thought mm-hmm. I, I thought of you. But I was doing all of this. I missed that one part. Yep. Oh my god. Shout out to you, even though she probably won't watch this. <laughs> um, so the Japanese authorities found it to be legally impossible to hold him for reportedly because they lacked certain important papers from the French court. Now, here's another um, conspiracy theory. I think they lacked it because they, they being his dad, didn't want it. Well, I I think, I don't think they lacked it. I think they, the people who made the report purposely left that, that out 
for this reason exactly you know it's like like they might have been thinking that when the dad bought the lawyer or the lawyer was like okay he's going to try his best to get him out no the dad was probably playing 20 steps ahead knowing that lawyer that lawyer could get those documents that they needed erased removed not not given you know like that's why as i'm saying it's got to be that one thing that the dad had you know or that one something he could do that the french just could not stop him from and i want to know who this lawyer is if he's mm -hmm. i was about to say is that the johnny cochran of japan doing this because like if i ever get locked up for something I, I, i'm gonna need him I, I, <laughs> i'm gonna need him good lord uh so as a result sagawa checked himself out of the mental mental institution on august 12th 1986 and has been a free man ever since that's five years in total yeah damn you can he could do that to somebody and five years later say here is my signature aloha and walk out the door that just makes me think like say you're you're back in that five-year time frame you hear all mm -hmm. about this man and you're a psychopath and you hear that he did x y and z got out in five years and you're like five five years yeah fuck it yeah might as well i could do it in that and i mean in that that kind of mindset if five years is all all you're going to get for killing someone and doing whatever you want to the body think about it pissed off boyfriends uh upset people who who leave uh companies they would just fucking kill people and be like all right well get on five years whatever you know what i mean five years is not a big chunk of my life i can i can handle five years you know it's like that's not a good precedent to set there, definitely not there has to be like five years and some amount of something that they do to you mm -hmm. that five years where you get out in the five years but you are scared scared so shitless totally totally that uh, you don't want to do nothing you know what i mean you're, you're afraid to, to yeah. you know put your fork out of place or something have no that might come off wrong have someone with a big ass sword just constantly have it on the gooch mm -hmm. just like like just just blink wrong and sap. like there just has to be that one thing where it's like yeah it, it's five years mm -hmm. but, but this happened mm -hmm. there has to be that like just by just saying saying punishment, you get it. You know what I mean? That's 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 what I feel like the level of, of needs to be. It's like, okay, yeah, he got up for five years, but cut his dick off. You know what I mean? Like Which I feel like for this guy that I feel personally totally warrants it. Totally warrants it. <laughs> Normalize spaying psychopaths. Mm-hmm. Neutering and and spaying. Both of them. So now, post-release, Sagawa now lives in 
Tokyo and is a minor celebrity. <sighs> I think that's what I saw when I uh, when I saw something about him first. It was like a, it was like a, it was like saying, "Hey, this guy's free. Let's have a let's have a, a interview with him," kind of thing. And it was like, "Why did you do what you did?" Blah blah blah. And like even in that, he was just strolling around, <laughs> umbrella, you know, like you look like a crazy person, man. You look like you are the guy that did this, you know? I just, I hope, I hope and pray if this man is like married or dating someone, oh. I, I hope it's like on the other side of the world, but that's just their IP address and they're like in a totally different continent. Mm -hmm. Because I, like, if I was meeting a girl or a guy and they're like, oh yeah, blah, 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 I ate, ate a person. Mm -hmm. I, I am, I am moving to France so quickly. <laughs> and he is often invited as a guest speaker and commentator I the more I read the more I'm like why are why are we giving fame to I know that that really is nuts it's like Logan Paul and his douche of, of, of a brother mm -hmm. I can kind of excuse but this <laughs> this is a whole new level this is like making Marilyn Manson instead of infamous, we put him on the same pedestal as like Robert Downey Jr. Mm -hmm. <sighs> yeah, I can't, the more I'm looking at this, the more like it really does blow my mind. So you're telling me if I went to Japan and I went to watch a UFC fight, there's a good chance he'll be a judge or he'll be a commentator or something. You know what I mean? It's like, People just want to have him on because he's the guy that got away. And also, now that we're saying this, think about it. OJ Simpson is also out. And people are kind of treating him the same way, saying, hey, we know you did it, but hey, yeah, come over here. Let's pay you all this money. Do this, this, and that. We might. Never know, bro. I'm, Never know. I'm trying to think like, yeah, OJ Simpson, like, yes, what he, he did, terrible, but. Still he didn't that, either. Yeah, there, there's still that threshold of fucked up. Mm -hmm. o, OJ is here. This dude is like way up here. Oh yeah, it's, that dude is that dude is like the standard, basically. You know what I mean? There's there goes Lucifer. Lucifer did this, and then that guy was like just a step above. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, I'm just gonna follow his lead. I, I think Satan is gonna have have him at the the captain's table. Dude, that's for sure. He'll be like, okay, well. Oh, and this is the part that made me laugh. He he has written restaurant reviews. Reviews for restaurants. Ooh, I gotta look this word up because I don't know what that means. For the Japanese magazine Spa. Which is like, I, 
you can make reviews, but I don't know if I would want his. <laughs> For real, and it's like, why do you really want his input on it? It's like, hmm, it, it reminds me of leg meat. Like, dude, <laughs> you had cereal. <laughs> like, in 1992, he appeared in... Oh, sweet Jesus. He appeared in Hisa Vasu's Sato's exploitation film. Not to self. Next time, have someone who speaks Japanese. For real. You know what we should do? Get, get, get you. Like, okay, you. Yeah. here's the list of the Japanese words. Say them and send them to me in a voice note. Thank you. Uh, he appeared in Unfaithful Wife, Shameful Torture. Whoever put in the translation, I love you. For real. As a sadosexual foyer. Now we're fetishizing this now. Mm -hmm. I'll, 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 it seems like that's where they're headed toward. Now I'm like... Because if you think of, if you think about it, at first, in those kind of instances, first someone's celebritized, and then they're fantasized. You know what I mean? That's how that's how that kind of builds up. That's like, how would how would someone like that get that kind of following? Or why why are people care? It's because they were celebritized. Now because they've been in in the limelight for all this time. Now that there's that there's a you know a, a fantasy about it. Oh, he did the unthinkable. Blah blah blah. You know he he is this or that 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 has never been here before. Or, you know what I mean? Like yeah. making him kind of kind of be a more rather than for the bad things that he's done, looking at him as, as I accomplished this, you know, like he was someone that got it, got away with it or something like a, like a win. All I have to say is since he's a commentator and more than not a star, mm -hmm. I'm trying to think like, what if he goes to voice someone in like an anime or something? Mm -hmm. What if he, what, think about it, what if he was, what if he was like Naruto or like the main of whatever anime, you know, like, and you just find it like, oh, uh, what? Never have him at a rock concert. I think that might trigger something. Mm-hmm. He also uh, he wrote a well besides books about what he did, which one okay, but books plural. You're right. You're right. Because like we'll mimic him back to O.J. Simpson. He came out with one. You know what I mean? He didn't just say okay. This is how I did it. But then this is how I did it, volume two. This is how I did it, volume three. You know what I mean? Like, like this guy is just like, I want to make, I want to make a history about all the things I've done. There's the Snyder Cut 
And then there's the Sagawa cut. Yeah, for literally, literally. He also wrote a commentary book, Shonen A, in 1997 on the Kobe children's serial killings. Hold up. I was going to say, why, why does he even get to have an input in that? So, you want to tell me a murderer had input on a book about another murderer? What is this world? <laughs> this is not real, right? It had to be. It had to be some kind of creep that that allowed him to get on the TV or allowed him to like to publish this kind of stuff. This is some like dark web stuff. Literally. It's like it's like stuff that you see on the dark web that for some reason you can see on YouTube. That you 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 know as you're watching you're like, I shouldn't be be able to see this. Um and in the book that by some act of Lucifer, he had input in. Uh, when a 14-year-old is referred to in the media as Boy A, killed and decapitated a child and attacked several others, who does that sound like? Mm-hmm. Uh, Sagawa's story inspired the 1981 Strangler's song, La Folie. No way am I reading this next sentence correctly. No way did that happen. Wait, what? what? Yeah, what? Do not tell me that, that a group that big that honestly still has impact in today's culture did something like that. That's ridiculous. How, oh man, the mindset, I need to understand it better because that's just, that blows my, that blows the top off. The, uh, I don't know if I should cut it here or keep going, like. That's, gets, that's wild. It, it gets better and better and better. For real. And like, like I'm, I'm looking at these years and I'm like, this is, this is just, just just around the corner like i just passed this street you know what i mean i feel like like i drove through a city where i just found out that this all happened on the street i just passed you know well once i turn this off i'm going to go find that rolling stone song oh my god i can't believe that what well to put it to you guys, I was so fucking shocked. Because <laughs> in 1983, Rolling Stones, yes, that one, wrote a song called Too Much Blood. And the 24 Human Factories Lab song, Dinner with Renee. And I just have to say, one, that group name and the song, Totally fits. <laughs> for real, for real. Too much blood. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give 
I thought of a different way maybe this is, and I hope this is how it goes. I hope the 1983 Rolling Stone song that was inspired by him called Too Much Blood, I hope it's a song that's like, this guy did this, bad man, bad man. I hope, because I don't know what else you could make a song about in, in that kind of light. And then right after that, in 2004, the Human Factors live song, Dinner with Renee, you should not be, you should be able to be sued with like at that point for using that name. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's, at least change her name to like Ashley or something. For real. Because that's like, one, from an obvious standpoint, I can see where they're trying to go. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it's like, this poor woman. <laughs> She was killed, eaten, mm -hmm. and screwed in the span of, um, let's say, five hours. <laughs> it's... And in 1986, a short film by Oliver Smolders called Adortion? Adoration. This story is screwing up my whole brain. It's going from not only different languages, but like words. Like I had to look up one of the words, table sexual voyeur. I was like, what's that? Uh, it's based on Sagawa's story. In the same year, the TV channel Viasat Explorer released a 47 minute documentary called Cannibal Superstar. Dang. That's but the same year he walked out. One, that's a dope band name. For real. <laughs> two, for an actual person, those are two words I should never cross. For real. I'm, I'm wondering about the word adoration. Why that word? Yeah. Because I have done, I have none towards him. No, and I don't think. Well, and the thing is, adoration. I don't know if what he adored. Yeah. I think he adored the rush. Yeah, the act or or the being able to do it. Dang. Because, like, let's. Yeah, I definitely got to look at that too much blood song. Let's just say. Uh, since he was born into money, let's say his options, like you and I had, of like, oh, I want my life to be this, or I'll mm -hmm. go do that. Maybe his dad was like, you'll do this, 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 this. And if not, then you get no money. Yeah, and, and if you think about it in that um time time specific period that's that's actually I, I mean i don't it probably didn't work out like this for everyone but that's pretty much how it goes you know your your parents are telling you what you do how you're going to live your life in the future you know why because they're probably going to be the ones setting you up to be able to do that or to, you're teaching you the skills you need to be able to get there you know so i i think if you avoid anything it was probably freedom like he let's be honest he had the freedom 
to do all of that. So he did the act and was like, huh. So this is what free will is. Mm -hmm. And I just have to put this out there. This next year, compared to all of the others, it's pretty recent. <laughs> I, I wouldn't say it's that, that. That's what blew my mind. In 2009, Sagawa was documented in a History Channel show titled Strange Rituals Discussing Cannibalism. The show reveals Sagawa as a... Oh, you gotta be joking. Mm-mm. <laughs> you gotta be joking. As a freelance artist Dude, of nude paintings. That's wild. He, he, he went from Hannibal Lecter to Jack from Titanic. Literally. But you know what he's probably doing? He's probably in his head. He's like, I know that I got away with it. Maybe I can't do it again. But I can paint what looks looks like I want. You know what I mean? So that's probably why he ended up doing it. So it was like... If I can't do it, I want to be able to see it. My mind just went from, instead of it being like Jack from Titanic, he's doing it, but like a recipe book, like, yep. turn, like t t turn the oven to, to this, add these spices. Mm -hmm. oh. God, but think about that. 2009, right around the corner. We were we, like not too long ago. We were like 2019, COVID, blah blah blah, yeah. worst year ever. That was 10 years ago. That was two years after I graduated high school. I think that like this 2009 thing was probably the, the thing that I saw because remember I was, I was like I saw something about this like a while ago, but I didn't I remember the whole thing. And now I remember it was like, yeah, the guy was doing like at the end of it, it was showing him doing paintings or whatever, and they they were asking him was like. They were trying to get him to say how does how does it taste what is what's the yeah. texture what is the feeling and i remember i was like this guy is insane like there's stuff from uh, from oh oh four and oh nine mm -hmm. <sighs> suddenly i'm uh i'm glad that all the Psychopaths we have in the U.S. don't get to this level of fame. Mm -hmm. If he hadn't done this in today's culture, he, he would be famous on social media. Oh yeah, and everything. Mm -hmm. I, I would look out, and he, he would have a brand deal with. McDonald's. I mean, think about it. Think about it. The year he signed himself out, they put that thing out that he was a celebrity cannibal. The year he he signed himself out didn't even take any time for him to do anything. Basically, he just he just got out and was like, "Whoop! Now y'all y'all think I'm king? Woohoo!" You know, like got got everything for nothing. I swear he had that planned. And well, that that's the thing. It could have been. It could have. It really could have been known. You know, to him, that that may be why he was able to get through those five years or whatever, you know. One other um, uh, conspiracy I just 
thought of is, let's say all the, well, the first half of the publicity, what if it wasn't just people going, huh, he didn't mm-hmm. know all, all this got out. I just keep going back to the parents and the money. Yep. And the, on the unknown. Because when OJ got out, I don't think it took the same year. Oh, definitely not. Hell. Can you still see? Uh, you're uh, a bit frozen. Oh, hold on. Hold on, let me go back in. Jackson and, and, and that whole mess mm-hmm. like yeah he, he had his trial he had his time but even years after they're still doing they're still doing investigations mm-hmm. just trying to find that one small thing Try to find anything, honestly. They were it was it was almost like just looking because they think they really like there's something out there. I just I hope that in twenty twenty one and going forward, there's nothing more they do with this psychopath. I I hope. Sagawa, I'll look it up, but I hope it means something else because I, I noticed that there is a, a, a hashtag on Twitter called Sagawa. It doesn't look like the guy or anything to do with the guy, but oh man. Can you imagine if Hollywood? I mean, well, I- that's why I looked on here. I was I wanted to see if he had any like like friends or whatever or followers because that's ridiculous. I just hope that Hollywood does not make a movie about him. Mm-hmm. Or if they do, for the love of all that is good in this messed up world, do not cast him. For anything. There's, don't let him have input. <laughs> Make it like the, the Conjuring films, based on a true story, but exaggerated to hell. You know what I, I was thinking is like as a punishment, what what would he what should he really have? You know, and everyone's like, I'll kill him, he killed somebody. He's like, no, nah, I don't think that I think killing him in that instance, that's you, you're getting off scot free because you you got everything you wanted and had no repercussion. You probably didn't want to live in the first place. I think drop his ass 
on a deserted island with native inhabitants because you just get eaten you know you know what i mean give yourself a taste of your own medicine you know what i mean it's like and and make sure he's alive when they're cutting him up eating him cut his calf off slice slice right off just eat it right in front of him you know like oh there's this one island that i completely forget the name of but when the military and stuff would try to go there they would shoot like arrows at the helicopters mm-hmm. at people and stuff and it's like how about we just drop him there yeah no i was i was actually just thinking about that north north central island yeah. it's exactly where they need to do it because why that that's exactly what's going to happen to you or just if not there the middle of the unexplored part of the amazon for real because if if the people won't eat you a fucking anaconda will there won't even be an anaconda it'll be like a ladybug the size of you you know what i mean rainforest yeah. nuts i wish skull island from king kong oh yeah that'd be that'd be good that'd be good i wish i wish a lot of islands from from movies were real like jurassic park like just an island off of nowhere i mean i don't wish it was real but i wish it was a place that it, if jurassic park worked and they could contain it i would go there this is totally off topic but speaking of jurassic park scientists are trying to bring prehistoric mm-hmm. creatures back to life and it's like mammoth okay let's stop there yeah for real for real what, what's we need to look at what's the purpose what do you need it for and do we really need to do this mammoth okay dodo bird okay it offers enjoyment entertainment saber tooth tiger uh, i mean what's the need we, we got tigers as it is you know what i mean yeah. like like the ones we got are big enough. We're good. Like we need like one that was like jacked on steroids and can run through the tundra. You know. What I hope they do not bring back the fucking Titanoboa. Oh, that big! What dude? That thing's probably that thing's 50, probably still alive. Yeah, fifty feet. I don't doubt that. I don't doubt that at all. I, I mean, I bet probably much larger too, because just yeah. regular anacondas can get. Boom, get going, man. If you guys have seen the old Anaconda movies, not that exaggerated, but it will look at you like like I look at a six inch from Subway. Oh yeah, you snap. You straight up snap. So many good ways to end people in films. That, that I wish were here, like Skull Island, Jurassic Park, mm-hmm. the the Man of Doom from Lord of the Rings. Oh yeah, that one, dude. A lot of them from there. That's good ones. Hell, bring Azkaban from Harry Potter and <laughs> put him in there. Dude, that's actually exactly where he needs to go. It's like if there was a a place that I would say, okay, that that's a okay prison he needs to go to. That's the one. Put him, put him at the very top with all the guards all around, flying around twenty four seven because he will find a way out. Because if like normal guards just 
bam, gone. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Those, they will literally suck the joy and the soul out of your ass. Mm -hmm. And maybe once, actually, out of your ass. <laughs> well, we, we got through this messed up story. Wow. And learned that the Rolling Stones somehow have a song about him. I'm crossing my fingers. It's like a, a some kind of positive song or something. Uh, if it's if it's anything dark, I hate to say it, but it's, it's going on my <laughs> playlist. Gonna add it on Spotify. Just uh, three things to take away. If you're wealthy and have kids, get them mental health checks, please. For sure. Spare all of us. Uh, two, don't give psychopaths fame and, well, now brand deals. Please don't. And um, don't eat people. Yeah, definitely don't uh, eat people. Unless, unless you're like stranded somewhere, nothing else to eat. It was like the last two there. This is what I'm going to say for that last one. I don't think people taste good. Think about it. All our ancient ancestors, if people were good, we probably would have continued just eating people. Mm. You know what I mean? Like I don't got no stories I've heard from ancient ancestors of anywhere, anywhere saying that, oh, yeah, the elbow is a good, it's good meat. You know, it's like, what are you talking about? That's well, probably why we went to horses and like elephants and stuff. Hell, we hunted like mammoths. Literally. This, that's why they're, they're, they're extinct. Climate change mm -hmm. and hunting. Totally. Now I'm thinking, what does Sabertooth taste like? Probably, probably like, um, chicken. I don't know. I would think. I would think it tastes like it. I was. I would think it would be some kind of thick, really thick, tough kind of meat. Steak. Just because, yeah, some kind of thick steak. Just because they gotta live in the cold and stuff. And with that, with them being bigger, their muscles just gotta be like basically, you know, just jacked. If if the kangaroo was a feline, oh, that would be it. <laughs> that would be it. Well, we're going to call it here. This is going to soak in my brain of just like how messed up this dude is and all the fame. Mm -hmm. So thank you, Royce, for joining and losing sanity over this story with me. Absolutely, man. Always happy to be here. Uh, we're going to and invest in Fireball. Peace. <laughs>